This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we've got 10 fitness tips from Olympians. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just to die it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. You can email me like Patrick did. It's uh, Dave at LogicalLoss.com, or you can call in your comments. It's 888-563-3228. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a fitness trainer. Uh, I'm not a yoga instructor. Uh, I'm just a dude in the basement. You can actually hear the dryer in this episode um, trying to lose weight. And I am sweating, boys and girls, right now. And because uh, I had this thing, I'm like, okay, it, it was, it's the morning. I got to get my workout in. I've got all this work to do, which is good. I've got some, some actual, you know, nothing high paying, but I've got some contracting jobs that are going to hopefully help me dig out of the mess that I'm in. But I want to get my workout in and, uh, I, I started to sit down and read my email, and I'm like, no, hold on. I'm going to get sucked in again, right? So what I did is i like, okay, I wanted to watch The Biggest Loser. I wanted to exercise, and I wanted to read my email. So I did all three. I put The Biggest Loser on on my computer. I uh, started walking in circles in my basement. Sounds boring, uh, but it wasn't because I was watching The Biggest Loser. I just wasn't sitting down and doing it. And I was reading my email on my phone. When a commercial would come on, I would do lunges. Um, I grabbed a set of barbell things and, and started curls and shoulder presses. And uh, and I am sweating uh, profusely. Um, you want to have some fun? Go do jumping jacks for a minute because the commercials on the Internet, I think, are a minute. I think it's like two 30-second ones. And it was a minute. Oh, there you go. Blessings from God. The dryer quit. And uh, I'm sweating. So that I, f- I feel good. I always say, I don't know that I've ever felt bad after a workout. But uh, first thing I want to do, I want to hit some uh, things that are going to, first of all, you guys are awesome. I said last week that uh, unfortunately with me being out of uh, work, that keeping it, it, it costs me about 20 to 30 bucks a month to uh, to do this show. 
And I said, you know, I got a chip in button out at the website and I want to thank you guys because we have met our goal. In fact, we have surpassed our goal. And that's the really cool thing. Patrick actually came out to the website, saw we were there and still chipped in. So, Patrick, thank you very much. And also Scott Metzger. Uh, very cool guys. And I actually got this note from uh, from it says Scott Metzger, but it's not. She's an alias. It's Nikki. And she said, we talked a long time ago while you were getting new tires on your car in the winter. I remember that. Um, I really do because I almost pretty much died. I was uh, driving down a hill uh, and here it is snowy in, in Cleveland, Ohio. And I used to live in, I used to live, I used to work in this place called Valley View and they call it Valley View because you have to drive through this huge valley, which is not fun when it was uh, snow covered. And uh, my car kept going, but the, the road is not only a big hill, but it also slightly curves to the left, except in that case, my car just kept going straight into ongoing traffic. And uh, I went, you know, I think I need some new tires. So she said, I really, I really, she says in capital letters, enjoy the podcast. It's always inspiring and always, um, and I always learn something. So I decided to finally do my part and contribute to the show. Keep at it. We love you. Well, Nikki, thank you. And I do remember that. So um, obviously, um, and, and uh, you, you made sitting, you ever notice how when you get tire places, unfortunately, I mean, cause they smell like tires and it's weird cause you walk out of that place and you still smell like tires. But uh, Teresa Reed, obviously, is another producer, um, Nikki, and then uh, um, Patrick uh, Hayford. Um, but Teresa had actually added a note, and I didn't realize this before. So thank you again for the Logical Loss and Feeding My Faith podcast. If you want to check that out, that's at feedingmyfaith.com. I listened to the one about the Big Mac yesterday, um, and I've never heard that psalm mentioned in the way, um, in that way, to tie Christ into the Old Testament. I'm very familiar with the Isaiah passage. So this is really about my Feeding My Faith podcast, because I actually compare um, what Jesus said on the cross to a Big Mac. So if you want to check that out, go over to feedingmyfaith.com. Um, I'm young, but I've uh, been going to church and Sunday school classes for 30 years, so finding new things, that is definitely a blessing. In regard to the one about God and how the exact specifications of the earth have been in order to support life, have you ever read, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist? No, I have not. And I will definitely be checking out that book. I've only read the beginning, but it seemed chock full of examples like uh, that. And I'll actually be reading this on that uh, podcast a little later on this week. A um, couple things I want to point out here before we get into the article. You need to identify when you're going in the danger zone. And I'm going in the danger zone this weekend. I'm actually, I live in Cleveland. I signed up, man, months ago to be a speaker at this podcast. Uh, it's called a pod camp. It's kind of like a little miniature convention, probably like, I don't know, maybe a hundred people are going to show up at this thing. And I'm signed up to talk at it. Not thinking at the time that I would have to worry about gas money to drive four hours to Cincinnati. But the fun thing is I also play in a band. I'm a musician. I'm a guitar player. Um, Although we don't have any gigs and we lucky us, we got a gig the Friday before the Saturday that I have to be in Cincinnati. So I will be playing from nine in the evening to one in the morning and then driving to Cincinnati, which is a four hour drive. And luckily my session isn't till I think three. So I have a sneaking suspicion I'll be taking a nap in the parking lot and I'll probably be actually in reality be taking a nap in some rest stops on the way there and hope that I don't get mugged or whatever. Um, so, but I say that because what's the deal here? I'm going to be on the road. I'm going to be really, really tired. And we know when we're really, really tired, we know we just don't give, uh, a, uh, rat's patootie. Right. So 
I've been thinking about that today. I've got to find something healthy to have in the car, whether it's a bag of grapes or some pop chips or, you know, definitely got to get a six pack of water so I don't do the Mountain Dew thing. Um, I'm actually off Mountain Dew right now, which is good. Um, I got on the wagon there for a while and uh, actually made the mistake of buying a, a case of Mountain Dew. This was about a month ago and actually went through the thing in about two and a half days by myself. So I have an issue when it comes to Mountain Dew. I, I treat that very much like an alcoholic. Um, so I'm off Mountain Dew and, I, and as, I don't know if you can hear these, but those are the cubes in my glass of water. All right. So also wanted to uh, read Patrick's email because this is inspiring. This See, this is, you guys always say that I'm inspiring. By the way, I weighed in today at 207 even. So I'm like down a 0.4 pounds, but that's going to be my new thing. When I post a show, I'm going to give you a weigh in, hold myself accountable. We'll talk about that in a second too. But Pat uh, wrote me an email, davidlogicalloss.com. says, I enjoy your podcast. I'm glad. I really do. says, I've been walking and jogging a lot lately. And I found motivational and informative podcasts such as yours to be a great alternative to music. Sometimes I do listen to music or NPR. Okay, here's the thing. I'm going to stop right there and we'll get back to, I'm going to go completely ADD here. I have never in my life, except when I was forced to at my grandmother's house, listen to NPR. And I realized that I never, ever listened to talk radio when I was a young kid and I listened to nothing but talk radio now. So somebody clue me in on NPR. Like, if I want to, like, dip my toe in the NPR water, like, what's a cool podcast to check out? Fill me in there, Pat. Um, He says, I do listen to music or NPR or podcast. Just depends on my mood. You know, and that's the key. You know, if if, uh, sometimes you need to pick me up mentally and, and that's where a podcast or a radio show or something can do. And sometimes you just need that adrenaline pumping. And that's cool, too. Um, So... That's very cool, and I'm, I'm glad you're, you're liking the show. Uh, he said, I sent $10 to support your podcast fees, dude. And some people are going to be like, 10 bucks? That's, you know, isn't that like two Starbucks or something like that? Keep up the good work. We all need your motivational words. And you don't realize that $10 is like a million to me, so I deeply appreciate that. So it says, but here's, listen to a story. In brief, and, and I, if you send your email, there's like a 99% chance I'm going to read it unless you say, please don't read this. Um, so, Patrick, I hope you don't mind. Um, it says, in brief, my story is that I'm 5'9", because nobody knows you, right? You, you, it's not like we know where you live or anything like that. Um, he says, I'm 5'9", I'm 47 years old, um, and five weeks ago, uh, I was, wait, in five weeks ago? I missed that when I first read this uh, email. Five weeks ago, I weighed 244 pounds. Last Sunday, I weighed 224 pounds. You lost 20 pounds in five weeks? Dude, how cool is that? Now, here's the cool thing about it. He says, I'm using SlimFast, but most importantly, uh, I'm working diligently on the emotional eating and just everyday overeating. See, that's my thing. You know, there are times when I'm I'm stressed out, or again, for me, when I get tired, hmm. You know, so I just started, um, like I took the pretzels yesterday and threw them away. We had a bag of pretzels that I, somebody had here. And I'm like, no, that's just salt. And it's going to make me retain water. And I'm like, this has got to go. Because if it's not here, I can't eat it. 
Now, here's the cool thing. Pat knows. He goes, Slim Fast is not a logical plan to follow forever, but it's working temporarily while I work on the issues of why I overeat. That's a beautiful plan. See, I call stuff like Slim Fast and some of these other plans because it's not a lifestyle change. Now, it is a lifestyle change because you're, you're, you know, you've changed your life. But you know that, like, look, I can't live on Slim Fast forever. I call that kind of stuff maybe kindling. You know, a kindling, you know, it lights quickly and it, it, it helps you light the bigger fire. So if it gets you some momentum, you know, uh, jump all over that. And if it, I've always said, you know, well, what do you do? Uh, what works? If it's working for you, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, Metafast is another one I've had people say that uh, they've used the Metafast thing and it works. Um, I know my wife lost uh, a lot of weight on Metafast and you can get two weeks free and blah, blah, blah. I think there's a banner for that out at the website. But, uh, dude, 20 pounds. How cool is that? Now, here's the thing. Um, let me go back to his email. Uh, I've always been a physically active guy, so working out is not a problem. Um, he says, I just take in too many calories. That's a beautiful thing right there. That's a little diagnosis. I'm reading. Um, I'm Actually, one of the things I got hired, maybe hired, hopefully, to do with my educational background is I'm going to help a guy create a workbook. He's a, He's like a sales trainer goes around and trace people on sales. And one of the things they talk about in sales is you, so many salesmen want to just sell you, you know, I've got your solution for you. And you're like, well, you haven't even heard what my problem is yet. So they're, they're diagnosing before they, or I'm sorry, they're, they're offering a solution before they've diagnosed the problem. And so Pat is, you know, diagnosed himself and said, look, I'm active. I just take too many calories says, I feel fantastic and I have great energy since my body is not expecting so much energy, is not expending, sorry, so much energy processing the massive amounts of food I used to consume. Awesome. He says, my goal weight is 175 and I will reach it. I will reach this by April 1st. Now, here's what's cool about that. And Patrick, I'm going to put a note on a calendar. So I'm going to email you in March and say, dude, how close you going to be? Here's what's cool about it, that he's got a goal and he's got a date. Now, why is that cool? Number one, well, listen to his plan. This is why he's working. He's got a plan. He's got a goal. It's specific. It's measurable. I want to be 175 by April 1st. Now, what's great about that is you can actually throw that into lose it or spark people or what's the one fat secret, any of those programs, and it'll give you a graph and let you know, are you ahead or behind of schedule? That's why the date is cool. Um, and then he's figured out how. How am I going to do that? And he's doing it right now by walking and jogging, he says, a lot. And he's using Slim, slim Fast. So he's, he's got a, I would guess, he's got a pretty good idea of what calories are going in. He's staying active. And, uh, dude, I'm just, I'm so proud of you, man. That's really, really cool. Um, he says, now, before my weight gain, I ran. He says, well, jogged, but uh, he actually ran a few marathons. That, um, I can't imagine. I can't imagine walking 26 miles, let alone jogging them. And he says, but, um, he says, I got a few, uh, we jogged a few half marathons. Okay, well, 13 miles is still 13 miles, and I can't wait to get back into it. My dog wants to make an appearance. Come here, buddy. Uh, my poor little Shih Tzu, man, he has... Like nightmares every day. And sits there and goes, ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. Um, 
And then actually, I might help Patrick with a website. So, dude, thank you so much for that as well. But it's inspiring. And it's, it's one of those things, if you trust in the process, it works. It's just a matter of putting yourself first, which is what I did today. I mean, it's as I do this now, it is going on 10 o'clock and I haven't, well, I, I, I checked my email on my phone, but I haven't really, you know, I got on my computer and I was like, wait a minute, I want to say thank you to guys for supporting the Logic Weight Loss Podcast. And so you guys came first and then I'm going to jump on uh, some stuff. But um, so that's that. Yeah, I got two articles and a resource that we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about 10 tips from Olympians. We're going to talk about if you want a gym membership, um, some things to check out. And I've got a thing about checking out your sleep. Um, my Fitbit is, um, in fact, let me do this right now. Here's the thing that's going to be sad because I'm going to show you how I'm being a bad boy. I'm not I'm not putting myself first when it comes to sleep. I am because uh, the, some of these weird things I'm doing online to uh, earn cash like the the guy with the the manual is from Australia, and if you stay up till about midnight, um, I, it must be sometime in Australia where they're awake. Um, and I this the Fitbit you can wear it at night and it will monitor your sleep. So I got five hours and one minute of sleep. That is not enough, my friends. And I was awakened eight times. I don't know what I'm doing at what when is that at four twenty nine. I woke up in 428 and at 330, I always, at 3.30, I always wake up. So it's very cool. You can see like when you do that. So, and again, the Fitbit, it's 99 bucks. Their website's free. And so now that I'm on their website, I have 4,836 steps. I'm at 48% of my goal. And I've climbed seven floors today and 2.14 miles traveled a day. I've burned 1,187 calories and I have an active score of 281. I have no idea what that means. I need to read on that. Um, it starts at zero. See how high you can go. All right. Um, anyway, so if you're interested in a Fitbit, they're really cool. Um, go to logicalloss.com forward slash Fitbit. It's uh, one of my favorite toys. It really is. So um, I say that. Let's see. Well, since we're talking about sleep, let's go there. I went completely ADD. And I've, did, did you hear me lose my train of thought? I don't know how I got on the Fitbit. Oh, tracking things, I think. Anyway, if you go to sleeptiming.com. Now, I'm reading about this at makeuseof.com. He says, um, our sleep compromises, our sleep compromises of different stages and is comprised of, boy, who wrote this is awful, is comprised of different stages and cycles. Waking up at the top of our cycle makes us feel refreshed, but waking up at another stage, for instance, in deep sleep, makes us feel tired. Regardless of how long we have been sleeping, here to help you find your sleep cycle time is an experimental tool called sleep timing. Um, sleep timing is free to use. It's a free to use web tool that helps you wake up feeling refreshed. The site does so by letting you know what time you will probably be on the top of your sleep cycle. That's interesting. With the initial assumptions that you take 15 minutes to fall asleep, not me. I think sometimes I'm asleep before I hit the pillow, um, but that's because I'm staying up till three in the morning. Um, and your cycles take 90 minutes. So in other words, it takes you 15 minutes to fall asleep and 90 minutes to get into like serious sleep. 
the site calculates what time you should go to bed in order to wake up at a particular time refresh. So this is working backwards. So if you say, well, I get up at, you know, six in the morning to go to work, it's going to say, then you need to go to bed at blank. So it offers four times from going to bed. You can test them all over a period of days and see how it affects you when you wake up. Uh, according to this review, it's a user-friendly web tool. I have not used this yet. I just found out about this this morning, so I'm letting you know. It's an experimental tool to help you wake up refreshed. Um, it tries calculating when you will be on the top of your sleep cycle, and there are four different apps. Um, so let me, before I go telling you guys to go to this website, usually I do this before I even mention something. Yeah, this site looks legit. It doesn't look like, yeah, you don't even have to... Uh, Looks like you don't even have to sign up for anything. It actually looks like somebody's Facebook page. Very interesting. Uh, at any rate, so you might want to check that out, sleeptiming.com. All right, this is a, this comes from Shine over at yahoo.com. And it's got some tips from Olympians. And... Here's what they had to say. Here are 10, is it 10 tips? Yeah. From Olympians. Number one, workout buddies are key. We've talked about this. I actually talked about this in my last episode that in the event your workout buddy has fallen off the wagon, you know, I know this isn't the army where it's no man left behind. No, we will leave people behind because we come first. Now it's, I would keep going back and nudging that person and I still do. And, but, um, you know, if you let them sabotage your fitness, again, there was, you know, you're not going to be around later. So workout buddies are key. After spending so much time by myself on the ice in the past, I love working out with my friends now, says Nancy Kerrigan. Does everybody else, every time you hear the word Nancy Kerrigan, do you just automatically hear the word, why, why? Because remember, she got hit in the leg. I mean, that was like amazing how that just popped in my head. Um, she was recently honored at the 26th annual great sports legends dinner. Um, I take group classes at the gym, usually kickboxing, weight training, or yoga. And then after it's done, a group of us grab coffee and chat. Working out with a friend can also motivate you to work harder like it does for Lauren Wenger, a current member of the USA water polo women's national team and Olympic silver medalist. When I see a teammate working hard, it pushes me that much more. Well, Patrick, when I saw you lost 20 pounds in five weeks, I'm like, all right, that's it. It's on. So number two, put it on paper. Do you ever find yourself in the gym unable to remember how many reps you did last week? If I don't bring a sheet with my workouts on it, I end up wasting time and not being as efficient, says Heather O'Reilly, a member of the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team, two-time Olympic gold medalist and Adidas athlete. Um, jot down what you plan to accomplish at the gym before you go. Bring a pen or pencil and keep track as you go. For me, the sense of accomplishment when I see that I've accomplished a workout is great. There are tons of apps that do that too. But uh, if you're a, a on paper kind of person, there are uh, tools for that as well. And uh, if you're looking for a paper version of stuff like that, if you go to logicalloss.com forward slash fitbook, they have those pre-made things, which are pretty cool. Um, number three, schedule it. Elite athletes currently in training have no choice but to carve out time to do their workouts. But past Olympians like Christy Yamaguchi, and come on, let's face it, Yamaguchi is just a fun word. 
I mean, it could be so many things. It, it could be something like something you say at a pretty girl. It could be like, ooh, Yamaguchi. Or it could be something you scream when you hit your head, you know, your hand with a hammer. You know, you're like, you know, bah, 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 ah, Yamaguchi. I love that name. Sorry, I'm very ADD today. But past Olympians like Christy Yamaguchi, a former figure skater and Olympic gold medalist, understand the importance of scheduling exercise. She says, as a busy mom, I can find a hundred different things to do instead of working out. That is actually, I believe, an Oprah quote. It says you can always find a reason not to work out. Um, she is currently a spokeswoman for Smucker's Uncrustable, Unstoppable Family Photo Contest, which is interesting because I'd almost bet that Smucker's Uncrustables are like really unhealthy things to eat, but that's just me. Um, if I don't say okay, on this day I'll work out for at least 20 minutes, it doesn't happen. Even thought it might not, even though it might not be your job, you can still treat exercise as one of your main priorities by scheduling like you would any other important meeting yet. Treat it like a doctor's appointment because if you don't go, you will end up replacing your workouts with a doctor's appointment. Just think of it that way. When it comes to nutrition, number four, it says, boring is okay. The old adage is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, applies to healthy eating too. Every single day, no matter where I am, I always eat one pack of instant oatmeal with a huge scoop of peanut butter for breakfast, says Winger. It keeps me fueled and gives me enough energy for the morning practice. Why change it up when you find something that works? That is true. Uh, people ask me, what's the best exercise? The one you do. Five, rest doesn't always mean sedentary. Just because you're taking a day off from work or uh, a day off from working out doesn't mean you should sit on the couch for the next 24 hours. Staying active on down days actually makes you feel better the rest of the week, says Aaron Hamlin, a two-time luge Olympian. Doing something low-key like going for a walk or taking a light yoga class gets the blood flowing and results in more productive training days, or in my case, running the vacuum cleaner. Uh, Chelsea Memel, a gymnast and Olympic silver medalist, agrees walking on the treadmill or outside helps muscles relax and loosen up. Number six, which is what Patrick has. Have a goal in mind. I always think of goals I'm, that I'm working towards, like a gold medal at the Olympics, and it motivates me, says Angelo, oh boy, Ruggiero, is a four-time ice hockey Olympic medalist. Angela is a, there's female hockey? Wow. If you don't have something to work for, it's easy to get sidetracked. You might not be reaching for a gold medal, but you can sign up for an exercise challenge like a 5K or a mini triathlon, or in Patrick's case, a mini marathon, right? Number seven, find what works for you. If a workout or habit seems silly, but it's completely safe and helps you get healthy, then who cares how embarrassing it is? When I was training, I would take a 15-minute hot bath with a cup of Epsom salt and, I, and a cup of apple cider vinegar says Kerrigan. Let's back that up. I would take a 15-minute hot bath with a cup of Epsom salts and a cup of apple cider vinegar. It might sound strange, but my bruises would heal faster and my muscles felt better almost instantly. A vinegar bath. I don't, okay. Um, O'Reilly wears recovery sleeves for an hour or two post-workout and sometimes at night. I bring them with me when I travel and I found that they are really helpful for the swelling. A bath in vinegar. See, I, when I think mm, vinegar, that's not, no. I think, ew, what's that smell? Anyway, maybe apple cider vinegar is better. Hmm. 
I don't know. Hey, but the point is, that's the whole point. If it sounds weird and people are like, you do what? Hey, if it's working, do it anyway. Number eight, take vitamins as insurance. Traveling to different countries for athletic competitions means food options vary widely. I recently stated taking started taking a variety of vitamins like C, calcium, and fish oil because fresh nutrient f- okay fresh nutrient rich foods are hard to come by in some places. Says Hamlin. In an ideal world, everyone would get the necessary vitamins and the nutrients from food, but sometimes that's not impossible. So taking a multivitamin as a backup plan might be a good idea. Talk to your doctor about your daily diet and see if he could help you. All right, number nine, stay hydrated. And on that note, I'm going to take a sip of my water. Besides the obvious need for water when you're exercising and sweating, which by the way, I'm, I'm still somewhat, keeping yourself hydrated can help you stay organized. I wind up drinking more throughout the day when I carry around my water bottle, which keeps me going. Well, duh. Because, you know, when I don't have water around, it's hard to drink it. I'm sorry. Was that my out loud voice? Anyway, guzzling aqua is also a necessity for Natasha Hastings, a U.S. track and field sprinter and Olympic gold medalist. Other than drinking water for sports, I've always admired my grandmother and my mother's great skin. And I swear it's because I drink a lot of water. And last but not least, number 10, diversify your fitness portfolio. Even though most Olympians spend countless hours playing one sport, adding another activity hobby can have major benefits. I've dabbled in golf and I'm always up for trying anything new, says O'Reilly. I play badminton and squash with friends at the gym to change it up. I love badminton. And a friend of mine, I'm so stumped about, I'm pumped about this. A friend of mine, we used to play ping pong for hours when we were in high school and he just moved and he said, dude, I finally got a house that I can set up my ping pong table and it is on ping pong. You think there's not, no, you sweat playing ping pong if you're playing right. Anyway, uh, Wenger credits her once a week yoga practice with improved weekly training. It lengthens my muscles and loosens my joints. So there you go. 10 tips from Olympians. You know, a lot of those we've already talked about in the past, but you know, sometimes hearing the same old, same old, there's a reason for that, and that's because uh, it works. All right. Uh, one other quick. Is this quick? Yeah, it's quick. If you're thinking of joining a gym, being that we were heading into the danger zone, as we talked about that with the holidays, um, here's some things to think about. When you, It's a checklist for gyms. Number one, location. This is the single most important element in your decision. Um, It can have all the bells and whistles in the world, but if it's too far away, you're not going to go to it. Hours. This is kind of a duh thing because if you work, you know, um, in the evening and they're not open in the morning or vice versa, uh, that's not going to work. See if they have childcare. And if they do, one of the hours for that because sometimes it's like, look, I can't work out because I got my kid and blah, blah, blah. See if they have childcare. Costs. Gyms operate in different ways, but you're likely to, but you're likely have to sign a contract, which I did, unfortunately, and pay a certain amount a month. The nicer the gym, the nicer the member fit, the more you pay. So look for specials, especially as we get in towards the holidays. You know, they might have some pre, uh, especially come January, but don't wait till January if you're thinking of doing it. Negotiate. In some cases, their, their fees are negotiable. 
because they're looking for new members. They're always looking for new members. And if you're like, look, I'm, I'll sign today if you do this, you know, do some research. Too many people take the first offer without really seeing what else is available. Read the fine print. You know, is there a penalty for getting out of your contract early? There almost always is, by the way, from what I've seen. Otherwise, I'd be out of mine. Um, make sure your gym has everything you want to participate in. If you want racquetball and tennis courts and all these other things, that's great. If not, look and see if there's a gym that doesn't have these things because they're probably less expensive. Check out what the atmosphere is, is like. Uh, you may want a jam-packed gym, but having people around can also, because uh, that can, having people around can inspire you, but it can, in some cases people don't want a lot of people around or they may have loud music or, you know, is there waiting lines for the machine? So a lot of times places will let you go in and do a test run so you can check the place out. Obviously, check the environment. Is it clean? If it's a dump, you know, things like that. And then is there parking? So, but that's the thing. Before you join, get a free pass. You can go work out there probably once. Um, visit during different times of the days and, and visit when you'll be working out is the big key. So if you plan on working out in the evening, don't go visit during the day and go, wow, the place was great. There was nobody there. Well, it's because you went during the day, you know, and then sign up for the orientation. Don't, this is something that I have not done at my gym. I walked in and I basically used the treadmill there, but there are these weight machines that I want to use and they have signs all over the place. Free classes show you. We will walk you through and I feel stupid going up and going, can you show me how to use the weight machine? Because most of them are pretty self-explanatory. But really to get the most out of my gym, I should know what to do. And uh, so I need to get off my... Uh, need to put my pride down and make sure everything's cool. So that is going to do it for today. Again, thank you to everybody who went out to the website and clicked on the chip in button. I deeply, deeply appreciate that. Patrick, uh, looking forward to helping you with your website. If, if you guys need a website made, that's one of the things I do. I appreciate that. And uh, I, I'm glad you guys find this show inspiring. It, it, it's You guys inspire me and you guys send me stuff to think about and things like that. And uh, I am a little more committed than I was probably a month ago. And uh, so, like I said, today I weighed in at an even 207. And I hope the next time I talk to you, I will be something that's not above 207. That is my plan. And and how am I doing that? Well, you know, it, it really comes down to tracking calories for me. Because the days that I gain, it's the days that I go, oh, yeah, I forgot to track my lunch and this. Oh, yeah. You know what? And I did have those two pieces of raisin bread. Oh, yeah. And then I had the pretzels. And then all of a sudden you put those in and you go, oh, wow, I was way over my limit. That's me. And uh, so I'm trying to to do both. I'm trying to track my calories to make sure I, I get the right amount. And then I'm, you know, like today, I'm not going to do anything until I get some exercise in. So I put myself first. So thanks for tuning in. Going to leave you with my favorite quote from Jillian Michaels, which is, why are you choosing failure if success is still an option? Because the last time I checked, you're not dead. And there's plenty of time to turn that boat around. Thanks for tuning in. Again, website, LogicalLoss.com. Dave at LogicalLoss.com is the email or call in your comments, 888-563-3228. Reverend Cat, drive safe. And uh, we will see you guys later with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. 
You can contact me via email by sending an email to dave at logicalloss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is logicalloss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of skinnysongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just to die it. Thin. Not till you lie. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize. I guess I'll have to